Hi, this is Ronnie James Brio. Jim made me kick off the podcast this week because he knows I hate it. He just took me off of several jobs that are now going to get completely screwed up because he's running them and making me do this more. I hate it. I have three job interviews next week because I have to get out of here. Dave Diamond will be joining us later to torture the living shit out of me. But until then, here's the Asaman crap we have for you on the podcast this episode. First, we're going to learn how to use the Abode Creative Clown, the software we use to do most of our work, at least on the creative side. I have to claw my eyes out with Microsoft Office like a wage whore and tab my way around Excel, but then double-clicking the space I tabbed to because this software was designed for a chimpanzee apparently. Next we're going to hear about how to do better when pitching concepts to clients. Here's some advice for the person giving it. Make sure you delete the perverted crap on your desktop before presenting you stupid, stupid idiot. And if you're wondering if I'm making that up, I'm not. Do you have to change the music on me? Jerk in the booth has to make the end of every piece dark and suspenseful because he has nothing else to do. Anyway, like I was saying, we pitched some business and sure as hell, Captain Einstein clicked on something and a nude photo opened. He tried to pull it off like he did it on purpose to see if everyone was awake, but everyone knew he's a slime ball because after that he pulled the cord out of his computer to acting like that was also an accident while he tried to delete them off of his desktop. You should have heard him struggling. A few people did think it was funny, but he was asked not to come back to their corporate headquarters after that little incident. Last we are going to be talking about designing things for the music industry, or as we all like to call it, pro bono Yoko Ono, because the music world pays about as good as an Arby's in rural America. Then after that, I don't know nor do I care. One of the most important things your creatives need in this day and age is a profound knowledge in the software Abode Creative Clown. The Abode Creative Clown are amazing tools that you use to build type in a layout, creative elements and design of shapes and layers that magically become the high design brilliance agencies like Harper's Bizarre Smoke in their creative pipe 24-7, 7 days a week, 362 days a year. I've seen creatives at this place crank out a logo in two minutes. Never mind that they missed a deadline and had to get something to the client quickly, 
I've seen them flow type in a semicircle above clip art of a beaver and hand it to the project manager who swiped everything off of the top of their desk angrily as they charged back to their desk to send the client a beaver logo. Regardless, it's magic. The click 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 of their mouse and the keyboard as stunning glory explodes out of the center of their artboard and turns into solid gold cheesecake amazes the common people who equate it to witchcraft. These people who use the abode creative clown are called designers or art directors, and they alone hold the key to magic that the rest of us just don't understand. They can papyrus their way out of a wet paper bag. They can group and ungroup like LeBron James dismantling the defense of a third world country in the Olympics. I've seen a designer take the head off of one photograph and put it on a donkey. A donkey, I said. While their talent is unrivaled by any other profession out there, none of them could do jack squat without the amazing software. If you want to have the abode creative clown on your word processor, just go to their website and put in offer code 53Cheetah, Monk Flavor Town, Nicaragua Business Person, High Five Peanut Mouth, Banana Patch. Today's podcast is brought to you by Fear. It's the mind killer. Hi there, I'm Hanfil Awful the Knife with my part of the podcast, The Pitch. We're going to guide you through the pitch and presentation process. The part of our business that is flash, bam, bang, pow, and has all the special sauce. You go to that room psyched up like a linebacker at a golden corral. You go in and you take them on a journey into their brand that hits them right in the feels. When you're done, they can feel it in their behind. They can feel it in their soul. They can feel it in their grandma's flapjacks. This is when you shine, and you are wondering how I and hand fill awful the knife know how to deliver the rocket fuel millennium falcon flap slamming the castle run in nine parsecs, knows this, because I, single-handedly, when a few co-workers were sick, successfully pitched and won the business to Don's Vacuum Repair Emporium on West 87th Street single-handedly. Pay no mind that I was in the wrong place, missed the actual pitch, and this guy had no idea what the hell I was talking about. But I left with three coupon layouts that were valued back at the agency well over $75. It was hella tight. So are you ready to hear what you have to do? Good. Buckle up Delilah, because things are about to get intense. You have your socks pulled up. Is your country music awards belt buckle fastened? Is your baseball cap on tight? Because here we go. The way to walk in and own any pitch. First off, you need to bring snacks. I don't need some hard candy or some unbaked potato chips. You need something nice, like cookies. And are you thinking of oatmeal raisin? Because you just internally thought the dumbest thing you've ever thought of in your life. If I'm a client, and I bite into what I think is a chocolate chip, and I taste some cheap ass I made raisin, I'm going to grab you by the proverbial shirt collar and force, tippy-toe you right out the front door. You will be skidding on your high knee cheeks out the front door on the concrete, and your briefcase will be giving the back of your head a wallop when the client throws it at you with all of his or her hate or anger. Bring a good cookie. I mean ships ahoy at least. Next, make sure everyone in the room has something nice to drink. A coffee, a tea, even a water, if you want to be a cheap skate. Then, here comes the most important part of the whole process. And I mean this. Stare, I kid you not, for at least five solid minutes, into the eye of the most high-up leader of the group. Don't say a word, you will want to. He or she sure as heck will. They may say, what are you doing? You'll respond. You just stare. Keep staring. Stare until it hurts. 
Look into their souls so hard they start confessing their sins to you. You want to break them down. You want to wear them out. You don't show them a design, a statistic, a PowerPoint slide. Nothing. You just stare. And when they beg you to stop, they beg you to leave. You stare some more. People will be on their knees begging you to stop because you've uncovered something. At this point, they will be crying. One of them will build a confessional and go in and start telling it all to the priest like Madonna in a league of their own. And right when one of them pulls a knife out of their cloak to end this insanity, you say your first word. Hello. Just hello. Hand the a tissue and click on the first slide that says, Fall Quarter Social Media Plan by Harper's Bazaar. At this point, you have already won the business. You're welcome. Sure, there are exceptions, but I actually heard a college student who was going to get a degree in design say they were going to design for the music industry, first helping local bands design their CD covers and posters. I laughed so hard something that resembles an inside-out piece of corn flew out of my lungs. When the student asked what I was laughing at, I responded, your life goals. Now let me tell you, some of most amazing work out there in design land is for music. Album covers, posters, t-shirts, they are all some of the sexiest work you can possibly do. So do it, and just make the rest of your money off of a bank. You'll do fine. Banks have money because, well, they deal with money, so they have it. But in the meantime, to break into the music industry, go to a concert venue. No, not a big one. You'll never be able to meet the artist there. Go to a club. One where the band is hanging out using drink tickets to pay for their libations before or after the set. You'll know it's the right show if there are between 3 and 24 people in the audience. That way, you will have their complete attention. Next, you want to wear a band t-shirt that's got some credibility. Wear a shirt of the band can, or maybe Captain Beefheart or Sun Ra. That way, the young people won't know what the hell it is. When you make eye contact with the young screen mole band, ask if they know what your t-shirt is. If they say yes, walk away without saying a word. Find the drummer. He's desperate for attention. Ask the drummer if they are doing any recording or have a poster designer. If the answer is yes, walk away and keep finding drummers. If the answer is no, have an invoice ready. On the invoice, it should say band at the top so they know it's for them. Hand them the invoice and let them know for the low, low price of $7,000. You'll design one poster for their next show, and you will deliver it three hours after the show starts. Then draw a snake or a skull. Take a picture with your phone. Airdrop it to your laptop. Next, type their name in a really hardcore font, something that would be on the back of a tap-out t-shirt, and don't let them see it until they give you the money. After they start yelling at you, you simply shout at the top of your lungs, I saw a black flag in 1985 with your uncle. Throw the poster at them, then leave. Have a nice day, young person. Lesson learned. 
You have just listened for some reason to another episode of The Call of the Bazaar, the biggest waste of time I've ever witnessed in my entire, pathetic, poor choices life. Did anyone say anything that can be construed as helpful in this entire episode? I didn't hear anything that actually helps promote the company I so angrily work for. Ronnie, Why am I awesome even today. saying this? No one is actually listening to this garbage. I miss our candor. Shut up, Dave. Just stop talking. You've already said your piece. Go to harpersbazaar.com to find out nothing about anything and sign up for our newsletter if you want to read about something Jim typed up at the last minute and put a Shutterstock photo in with it to seem like we are accomplishing something. Please send a blunder bus to the office so I can blow my head clean off like Daffy Duck in the rabbit season, duck season cartoon, whatever. Who cares?